persistent imagination, centered in the feeling of the wish fulfilled, is the secret of all successful operations. This alone is the means of fulfilling the intention. Every stage of man's progress is made by the conscious, voluntary exercise of the imagination. Hello friends, before we begin today's lecture, I want to let you know about my Unlock God Mode experience and the special May 2024 cohort that we're going to be doing this upcoming month. Unlock God Mode is a unique 10-hour audio course that invites you on a powerful journey of awareness, intention, consciousness, and manifestation. Inside the course, you'll be taught powerful tools and manifestation frameworks to help you unlock the next level of your reality, up-level your creation skills, deepen your relationship with yourself, and develop a limitless mind, and also tap into absolute faith and trust in the divine. We are about to begin the May 2024 Unlock God Mode cohort, so for anyone who joins Unlock God Mode this week, you will be added to the May 2024 group coaching calls. These are bonus weekly group calls with me and other members of the group, and I'll only be doing them this May. Also, as a bonus, for those that join this week, you'll receive a one-on-one personal coaching call with me to help you with any challenges or goals that you have. So head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes to lock in your spot in the Unlock God Mode experience. For those that join, this will be an extraordinary life-changing, transformative experience for you, and I'm so excited to have you in the group. I hope to see you inside the course, and now, enjoy this episode. Most of us are totally unaware of the fact that our inner conversations are the causes of the circumstances of our life. We are told that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. But do we know that man's thinking follows the tracks laid down in his own inner conversation? To turn the tracks to which he is tied, in the direction in which he wants to go, he must put off his former conversation, which is called in the Bible the old man, and be renewed in the spirit of his mind. Speech is the image of mind. Therefore, to change his mind, he must first change his speech. By speech is meant those mental conversations we carry on with ourselves. The world is a magic circle of infinite possible mental transformations, for they are an infinite number of possible mental conversations. When man discovers the creative power of inner talking, he will realize his function and his mission in life. Then he can act to a purpose. Without such knowledge, he acts unconsciously. Everything is a manifestation of the mental conversations which go on in us without our being aware of. But as civilized beings, we must become aware of and act with a purpose. A man's mental conversations attracts his life. As long as there is no change in his inner talking, the personal history of the man remains the same. To attempt to change the world before we change our inner talking is to struggle against the very nature of things. Man can go round and round in the same circle of disappointments and misfortune, not seeing them as caused by his own negative inner talking, but as caused by others. This may seem far-fetched, but it is a matter which lends itself to research and experiment. 
the formula the chemist illustrates is not more certainly provable than the formula of this science by which words are clothed in objective reality. One day a girl told me of her difficulties in working with her employer. She was convinced that he unjustly criticized and rejected her very best effort. Upon hearing her story, I explained that if she thought him unfair, it was a sure sign that she herself was in need of a new conversation piece. There was no doubt but that she was mentally arguing with her employer, for others only echo that which we whispered to them in secret. She confessed that she argued with him mentally all day long. When she realized what she had been doing, she agreed to change her inner conversations with her employer. She imagined that he had congratulated her on her fine work, and that she, in turn, had thanked him for his praise and kindness. To her great delight, she soon discovered that her own attitude was the cause of all that befell her. The behavior of her employer reversed itself. It echoed, as it had always done, her mental conversations with him. I rarely see a person alone, without wondering to what conversation piece is he tied, on what mysterious track is he walking. We must begin to take life consciously, for the solution of all problems lies just in this. The second man, the Lord from heaven in all of us, is trying to become self-conscious in the body, that he may be about his father's business. What are his labors? To imitate his father, to become master of the word, master of his inner talking, that he may mold this world of ours into a likeness with the kingdom of love. The prophet said, Be ye imitators of God as dear children. How would I imitate God? Well, we are told that God calls things that are not seen as though they were seen, and the unseen become seen. This is the way the girl called forth praise and kindness from her employer. She carried on an imaginary conversation with her employer from the premise that he had praised her work, and he did. Our inner conversations represent in various ways the world we live in. Our individual worlds are self-revelations of our own inner speech. We are told that every idle word men shall speak, they shall give account thereof. For by their words they shall be justified, and by their words they shall be condemned. We abandon ourselves to negative inner talking, yet expect to retain command of life. Our present mental conversations do not recede into the past as man believed. They advance into the future to confront us as wasted or invested words. My word, said the prophet, shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in all the things whereto I sent it. How would I send my word to help a friend? I would imagine that I am hearing his voice, that he is physically present, that my hand is on him. I would then congratulate him on his good fortune, tell him that I have never seen him look better. I would listen as though I heard him. I would imagine that he is telling me he has never felt better, he has never been happier, and I would know that in this loving, knowing communion, with another, a communion populous with loving thoughts and feelings, that my word was sent, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Now is the accepted time, now is the day of salvation. It is only what is done now that counts, even though its effects may not be visible until tomorrow. 
we call not aloud, but by an inner effort of intense attention. To listen attentively, as though you heard, is to create. The events and relationships of life are your word made visible. Most of us rob others of their willingness and their ability to be kind and generous by our fixed attitudes towards them. Our attitudes unfold within us in the form of mental conversation. Inner talking from premises of fulfilled desire is the way to consciously create circumstances. Our inner conversations are perpetually outpictured all around us in half. Therefore, what we desire to see and hear without, we must see and hear within, for the whole manifested world goes to show us what use we have made of the word. If you practice this art of controlled inner speaking, you too will know what a thrill it is to be able to say, and now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. You will be able to consciously use your imagination to transform and channel the immense creative energies of your inner speech from the mental emotional level to the physical level. And I do not know what limits, if any, there are to such a process. What is your aim? Does your inner talking match it? It must, you know. If you would realize your aim, for as the prophet asked, can two walk together except they be agreed? And of course the answer is no, they cannot. The two who must agree are your inner conversation and the state desired. That is, what you desire to see and hear without, you must see and hear within. Every stage of man's progress is made by the conscious exercise of his imagination, matching his inner speech to his fulfilled desire. As we control our inner talking, matching it to our fulfilled desires, we can lay aside all other processes. Then we simply act by clear imagination and intention. We imagine the wish fulfilled and carry on mental conversations from that premise. The right inner speech is the speech that would be yours were you to realize your ideal. In other words, it is the speech of fulfilled desire. Now you will understand how wise the ancient was when he told us in the Hermetica. They are two gifts which God has bestowed upon man alone and on no other mortal creature. These two are mind and speech, and the gift of mind and speech is equivalent to that of immortality. If a man uses these two gifts rightly, he will differ in nothing from the immortal. And when he quits his body, mind and speech will be his guide, and by them he will be brought into the troop of the God and the souls that have attained to bliss. With the gift of mind and speech, you create the conditions and circumstances of life. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word, said Hermes, is Son, and mind is Father of the Word. They are not separate one from the other, for life is the union of Word and mind. You and your inner talking, or Word, are one. If your mind is one with your inner conversation, then to be transformed in mind is to be transformed in conversation. It was a flash of the deepest insight that taught Paul to write, Put off the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man. Put on the new man and be renewed in the spirit of your mind is to change your inner conversation, for speech and mind are one. A change of speech 
is a change of mind. You've been listening to the Manifest with Neville Goddard podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple to receive future lectures. And visit nevildaily.com to join the free Neville Goddard newsletter. And if you have a moment, please rate the podcast. Before you go, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready to fundamentally transform your reality and upgrade your consciousness? If so, join the in-depth immersive audio course Unlock God Mode, a guide to upgrade your consciousness to greater wealth, love, and success. This course is an in-depth exploration of your reality, a chance for you to get 30 mental upgrades, one lesson a day for 30 days that will shift your reality, upgrade your consciousness, dissolve limiting beliefs, and unlock the God mode of your personal reality. Each lesson is 15 to 30 minutes long and will guide you day by day on how to implement and test your creative power. If you're someone who wants to see real-world results with manifestation and the power of the mind, this course is designed for you. For a limited time, you can get a special discount by using the promo code GRATITUDE. Head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes. I hope you join me in this unique experience. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.